0: Well, another injury for the Orlando Magic that's just going to make the job that much harder. We'll talk a little bit about Cole Anthony's injury, what that means for the Orlando Magic. Plus, hope for y'all. I got it. I told you I'm an optimist. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked
1: On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 28th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Cole Anthony is out indefinitely with an oblique injury. It's it's not quite clear what that is, but uh, he is out for a while and the Magic now have zero healthy point guards. That's great. Plus, I've got some reasons for hope, and we'll talk about tonight's game coming up against the Charlotte Hornets. Before we do that, though, I want to thank you all again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA to search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. So, uh, obviously, uh, we're now 24 hours removed from the huge news uh, that Cole Anthony will be out indefinitely with what is being described as, and I want to make sure I get this right. So, hey, my fourth quarter of Wednesday's game against the, uh, against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, Cole Anthony went to the basket, was hit kind of hard. No foul was called, um, but was hit kind of hard and, uh, and fell to the floor and did not get back. Uh, into the play. It's being described as a right internal oblique muscle injury. I want to make sure I get that part right. Um, Cole Anthony was was hit, went down, did not get back in the play, finished the game. It was about, yeah, I don't know how much time was left, but he did. After that, and obviously the news came down Thursday that he will be out for some time. Um, as always, uh, the, the, the classic line, uh, his return to play will be determined by how he responds to treatment and recovery. So for now, a hands-off. We don't know when Cole Anthony will be back on the floor for the Orlando Magic. This is a huge loss, um, to, to, to say the least. Um, it has been rough for the Orlando Magic. Um, I, I would say their biggest problems in general have just been organization. Just knowing where to be, when to be there, just being on the same page. Um it, this team is really, really, this team has done a lot of really good things. Um, I know we're on here. Um, this team is 0 and 5, but doing some good things, just not doing them consistently enough. Um, and, and consistency is just so hard to get to when you just don't know where to be. And, and, and the Magic have had to abandon, I think, a lot of things they wanted to do. Um, they've struggled to consistently do the need to do. And, and a big reason for that is just plain and simple organization. Plain and simple, being in the right spot. Um, a lot of us Magic fans, a lot of us peop, a lot of us think that Markel Fultz fixes a lot of the team's problems just because he is, an, he is an organizer. He gets everyone in the right spots. He understands when to attack. He understands when to distribute. He understands how to distribute. He just understands how to run an offense. And, and it's not to say that Cole Anthony doesn't or Jalen Suggs d- doesn't. Um, they don't do that level. They do it better than, than the players currently on the roster or currently available to the team. At the moment. You look at Franz Wagner. You look at how much he has struggled this year with his shooting efficiency. And, and so much of it. With You'll watch them uh, and they'll be slow to get into their sets. They'll be slow to get into their offense. The offense just moves slowly. And that's just really, really difficult. That's just really, really tough for this team. Uh, to, to to get all those pieces together, to get everything working together. Losing Jalen Suggs was a big hit to the defense, um, for sure. But it was a big hit because he's someone that, that at least nominally can bring the ball up the floor and get the team going. Cole Anthony is a big loss because he knows how to play point guard. He knows how to get this team into their sets, into what they're trying to do, into what they're trying to accomplish. And so right now... This Magic team, you know, in the league today, point guard is the most important position on the floor. Nothing else matters. You know, not having a point guard is such a huge loss. And the Magic are either going to have to start R.J. Hampton, who's been in and out of the rotation uh, in the early season, and, and why that's the case is, is anybody's guess, because um, he had a really good preseason. They're going to have to rely maybe on Kevon Harris to be a point guard, which doesn't sound great. Um, they're going to have to rely even more on Franz Wagner and Paolo Banquero to initiate action. While well, I think the Magic wanted to experiment with this and wanted them to get experience in this, doing it this way is going to be much tougher. It's going to hurt them and their development and in how they learn how to do this. So they're being thrown straight into the deep end of the pool without fully understanding how to weed, how to weed um, if that analogy makes sense. Um, it is. If you're asking why the Magic are drowning, it's it's that it's they don't have a point guard to kind of help smooth them along here, help teach them to, how to swim, or get them in the right spots to swim right now. And it, it's it's frustrating because injuries are random. Um, you know, I, I spent a good chunk of my time yesterday uh, trying. You know, with a lot of people, a lot of fans who you know maybe rightly. I, I don't think so, but maybe rightly. Asking, well, the Magic you to look at their medical staff. Well, the medical staff can't do anything about Markel Fultz breaking of toe outside of the facility, outside of a practice. They can't do anything about Gary Harris tearing his meniscus away from the facility, away from the team. They can't do anything about Cole Anthony going up for a shot, getting hit in the ribs, uh, in the stomach, in the midsection, wherever it is. And going down hard and getting injured. They can't do anything about Jalen Suggs spraining an ankle going up for a layup. The injuries the Magic are facing right now are not things the medical staff can prevent. They are random. Injuries are random. And yes, the Magic have had a lot of bad luck, but that's all it is. What you could blame a medical staff for, perhaps, is bringing guys back too quickly for the same injury re- re- reoccurring over and over again. So, you know, I had people say like, oh, how can you trust Markel Fultz? He's always hurt. Well, we're not dealing with shoulder issues, which Markel Fultz has a history of because of the TRS um, uh, or TOS, sorry, Thoracic Outlet Syndrome. Um, we're not dealing with him dealing with knee injuries or recurrence of problems with his ACL. Um, you, know, you could certainly maybe criticize for the Jonathan Isaac recovery, but at the same time, the medical staff is being criticized with Jonathan Isaac for being too cautious um so look I'm going to defer to experts uh, on this so all the information all the facts um we are not seeing guys get the same injuries over and over again uh or 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 have injuries be reaggravated if anything this medical staff has been criticized for being too cautious and so it's not their fault that this team is facing all these injuries by the same token at the same time this team cannot use injuries as an excuse These are big losses. These are huge losses, and and the magic are you know honestly we can't evaluate or fully evaluate this team without seeing this team healthy, and and if this team is unable to be healthy, then yes, management Jeff Weltman needs to consider changing personnel or ensuring that they have guys who aren't don't have such checkered histories of injury. Then you know Jalen Suggs' play style might just open him up to injury. Cole Anthony has dealt with some major injuries throughout the course of his career. And yes, there are different injuries, so I don't put that on the medical staff, but his size and his play style just might open him up to these kinds of little nagging injuries that leave him out for weeks at a time. Guard goals are super common. Um, Markel Fultz could be back any day now to, to be perfect. In two weeks. Um, he, could have made, he could have made some some tremendous strides. He is listed as out for today's game as of this moment. Um, So it's not going to be tonight against Charlotte, but... Uh, to that same token, you know these could be short-term injuries. The Magic don't feel the need to to make any major changes, knowing that they're going to be back fully healthy. And honestly, we could be sitting back here in January, February, just laughing at how injured this team was at the beginning of the season, and focused on how this team is developed now. This is a bad moment. Let's just 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 leave that out there. This is a bad moment. The optics of being without a point guard. Uh, Without a healthy point guard on the roster and an 0-5 record, only make that feel worse. This is a bad moment, but this moment is going to pass at some point. At at some point, the Magic are going to get healthy again. The Magic are going to be doing the things they need to do, uh, and and, and they'll make the progress they need to make. But until then, it's going to be really tough. It's going to be really, really hard, and it's going to be tough to evaluate this team and what they're able to accomplish um, in the meantime. Still, the games move on. The Magic are talented enough. They are good enough to be able to win some of these games. They just have to go out there and do it. I am a fountain of optimism, though, and I have a reason, I at least have history of reasons to be optimistic about this Magic team and what they still can accomplish this year. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. Will will be able to talk a little bit about prize picks. Um, if you're playing daily fantasy sports... Often you have to go through these like draft processes and you have to go up, go into these massive player pools and you're playing against these sharks to be perfectly honest. When I when I was playing other daily fantasy games, I never believed I could, I could win more than just my money back because you're going up against these people who flood, who flood their entries with many different entries. They know what they're doing. It's built for you to lose. Prize Picks is different because it's daily fantasy that's not built for you to lose. Prize Picks is built for you to win. Here's how the game works: you pick two to five players, and if they go on to score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to ten times your money on any injury. Think Franz Wagner is going to have more than five assists tonight? Think Franz Wagner is going to score more than four, fifteen points? Or Paolo Banchero is going to keep that streak going and score more than twenty? You just pick that over the projection that that Prize Picks has, or under the projection that PrizePix has, and you have the chance to win some major money. No competing against you versus the projections available. So, Prize Picks offers projections in any sport, and you can even mix and match them, whether it's NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, on and on and on and on. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals, and it's currently operational in more than 30 states, including Florida and Canada, too. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Of the day. Every day. For your second listen today, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So the Orlando Magic are 0-5. One of three winless teams left in the NBA. Not a list you want to be on, but hey... We play the Sacramento Kings in a week. Next Saturday, um, someone's going to get a win that game, I assume. Uh, it's the Orlando Magic, the Sacramento Kings, and the Los Angeles Lakers, the only winless teams left in the NBA. Um, we're a good bunch. We have fun. We're good times. Um, our vibes are probably better than the Lakers right now, which is always good. And, and that's that's all I'm going to talk about the Lakers today. But it's not going to be the last time I talk about LeBron. Because I am here to tell you, that all hope is not lost for the Orlando Magic. Just because Magic are 0-5 does not mean... There's a decent list of even recent list of teams led by rookie players that started off slow and still made playoff pushes. And I I think it's important to remember this, that this, you know, A, this season is not about this season. Um, This season is about developing and building for the future. Um, It's one of the reasons why I think the Magic's rotation has been a little weird um, I think Jamal Mosley is purposefully trying to keep lineups together that he wants together, um, especially playing Franz Wagner and Paolo Bancaro together. I think that is that is a priority for him and for this team is to play those guys together as much as possible. Um, and so that means they aren't staggering lineups. They aren't staggering Paolo and Franz um, to, to, to make sure that they have one of them on the floor at all times. They probably should be trying to do that because I think that would help this team win. But that's not what this season is about. This season is about the bigger picture beyond that. Having said that, then the Magic are still in. The Magic aren't out of anything at all. The Magic aren't out of the play-in race. They aren't out of the playoff race. There's they're, they're, they're still lots of time. And really, you know, as low as the Magic are right now, they want to be playing their best basketball later in the season when they have more experience, when they're healthy. They want to see this team get progressively better. Um, it, you want to call that a tank? For, they're tanking early, getting getting their tank work done early. Fine, say that. Um, I don't think that's the case. I, I think that there are reasons for what the Magic are doing. I disagree with some of those reasons. I'll make that really really clear here. Um, but I, I think there is method to the madness, and I and I don't think it's necessarily um, necessarily nefarious at all. I think the Magic are trying to to look at a bunch of different things. And you know, you'd like to have had done this in the preseason and not waste regular season games on it, but so be it. Here we are. Like I said, there is a solid list of teams and a solid list of players who started off slowly or their team started off slowly and then made a playoff push later in the year. John Morant's Memphis Grizzlies started one in five. The reason why I'm having this discussion because I was having a discussion with someone on Twitter who was like, you know, the magic shouldn't be about this getting better thing. It should be about winning from the beginning. John Morant's Grizzlies were about winning from the beginning. They made the, they were the 8th seed in the 2020 play and the 2020 playoffs. Entering the bubble, they struggled in the bubble. They got to the play-in tournament, play-in game, play-in tournament, lost that to the Portland Trailblazers. They were playing meaningful games, and I agree completely with that. The best way for young teams to grow is to play meaningful games. To be playing meaningful now, like I've told a million people this: if the Magic are tanking this season, that suggests there are bigger problems. That, you know, yes, we need to question the coaching. Yes, we need to question a lot of the players that we're building around. Um, I've also said Paolo Bancaro alone is making the season a success. Finding out that Paolo Bancaro is a player is really, really important. But I'd like to see him play meaningful games. I'm sure he'd like to be playing meaningful games. Um, and so, yes, I do agree. I'd love to be the Memphis Grizzlies. I'd love to be that young Memphis team in 2020 that was playing meaningful games, that was in the playoff hunt, that was uh, chasing a playoff spot, and putting themselves in a position to play games that mattered. That is important, and the Magic should still be striving to get that. One might forget, though, that that Grizzlies team started 2-7. They were 1-5 to start their season. They did not lose their first five games, but they were 1-5, and that included a 39-point loss to the Orlando Magic. Morant was good, not great. He had a 30-point game early on in his career, Average, put double figures up in seven of his first eight games, or six of his first set, seven games played, I believe. Um, or seven of his first eight, sorry, of his games, first games played. Um, he was really good out of the gates, but the team struggled. And it took them a while to figure themselves out. It took them a while to get themselves going. So yes, you want to be competitive. But it's still early in the season. There's time to make up that ground. The Grizzlies went on some winning streaks later in the season. They, they've learned how to tread water. They learned how to find their spots to get, get get good. And they caught lightning in a bottle. That's the plan that the Magic should want to have. That they should find their way. They should catch lightning in a bottle. And they should make make their stand and, and, and advance quickly here through the season. They are not alone in that. Let's dive a little bit deeper into history. A guy that Paolo Bancaro is getting compared to early, and some of the records that he's setting belong to one LeBron James. LeBron James was an instant success as a rookie, not only the rookie of the year, but obviously the 25 points in his first game that Paolo Bancaro, you know, broke with 27. Um, but he it right off the start. He had a really strong rookie season. The, the only year he missed the playoffs until the 2019 season with the Los Angeles Lakers. So, having said all that. The Cleveland Cavaliers that year finished one game out of the playoffs. They were 30, They won like 34, 35 games. So a little bit of a weaker Eastern Conference than what we're dealing with now. I will grant you that. They finished one game out of the playoffs. How did they start the season? They were 0-5, just like this Orlando Magic team. This is all to say that, yes, Rookie-led teams, teams with rookies, teams with young players, are going to struggle. But the fact that the Magic are 0-5 today is not a reason to give up on the season. There is still work ahead. The Magic have to be better. They have to make threes. They have to defend better. They have to be more consistent and reliable offensively. They have to trust what they're doing. They have to stay with the game plan. But they do have players that can shape their team. Paolo Banquero is keeping this team in a lot of games. And it's not just him. Franz Wagner's doing some work too. Wendell Carter's done some good work. The Magic's defense has had some really good moments. Um, You know, again, I think the Magic's offensive struggles are highlighting some of the defense's weaknesses. Um, This defense isn't good enough to carry things by itself, but it is good enough to keep the team in games. And, and, And the Magic are finding those little pockets here and there there is plenty to build on with this team and and like we've said it's been a broken record. this team just has to pull everything together and we will see. I am of the belief that this team gets one win that pressure is going to be relieved a little bit uh, and the magic are going to say okay, this is our formula this is our way to win let's just do that. let's have faith in that and, and I think the magic will do I think the magic will do better. Once they get, get that first win. Once they get that first one. Once they get that first one, I do think it's going to start building up pretty quickly because they haven't been that far off. Uh, you know, Last year, they'd maybe go six minutes where they were really bad. This year, it's maybe two or three. And those two or three minutes are enough for them to lose games, but not, not, not enough for them to get blown out. It, you can recover from two or three bad minutes. Um, and, and that's where the Magic are sitting right now, where they, they're struggling to recover from those two to three bad minutes that a lot of other teams could probably recover from. You can't recover from six or 7, or 8, or 10, which was happening last year. The Magic are still in a good spot. The Magic are still capable of being better. And that's the point of looking back at this history, of noting that John Morant's Grizzlies started 2-7, and seven, that LeBron James's Cavs started 0-5. It's important to look back at that stuff to understand it's not over. There's still work to do, but it's not over. And there's still a lot of season left. We'll talk about the Orlando Magic's upcoming game against the Charlotte Hornets coming up here in just a moment.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA.
0: So the Orlando Magic battle the Charlotte Hornets tonight in their second home game of the season. Um, as our friend uh, Matt George, uh, covering the Kings, noted the Sacramento Kings are 0-4 or now 0-5, um, but have played a good chunk of their games at home. The Orlando Magic are 0-5, but have played four of their games on the road, and actually their best game of the season happened at home. I will say it here. I am expecting a win tonight. It's not because the Charlotte Hornets are not going to be a challenge. They are going to be a real challenge for this team. But because I think the Magic are, like most young teams, a lot more comfortable playing at the Amway Center. Their best preseason games came at the Amway Center. Their best regular season game has come at the Amway Center. Um, And certainly their offense is significantly better at the Amway Center. I I suspect that they will shoot better tonight. Um, I suspect that will be the key to them winning this game. Because at the end of the day... The Magic just have to make shots. You go back and look at that Cleveland game. There was a solid stretch. Um, A The first quarter, Orlando was so determined to get in the paint. The first half, the Magic was so determined to get in the paint that it counteracted their bad shooting. But at the same time, Cleveland was, I think, plus seven on three-pointers. Magic had two three-pointers in the first half. I think Cleveland had nine. Um, Cleveland was plus seven on three-pointers. That was the sole reason they were in the game. Cleveland did not shoot the ball as well in the second half. I think Orlando's defense really found itself in the second half. They did a good job keeping that, keeping the game within distance. But the Magic just could not score. That Cleveland did a great job shutting off the paint. Um, Orlando was not able to kind of supplement that with some outside shooting to loosen things up. That's that's kind of how these games are going right now for the Orlando Magic. So. I think if Orlando is able to hit some outside shots, that's going to change a lot of things for this team. Um, again, it, the game is simple sometimes; just make some shots. The more the more Orlando makes shots, the more confident their offense is, the more effective their offense is. It's 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 really about confidence and trust and faith and belief right now. Um, and 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 when you're zero five, it's very easy for that to slip away. So I think Orlando has to get off to a good start, as they have been. Their starting lineup's been doing very very well. Um, their struggles have really come in the fourth quarter. And, and it's just, again, just frustration building and mounting. Um, it, it's, you know, we talk about this, we've talked a lot about this Magic team not repeating mistakes. They are, I wouldn't say they're repeating the same mistakes, but they're allowing frustration to lead to mistakes. And that's something this team has to learn how to handle as well. Where, you know, thing doesn't go right on one end of the floor on offense, you still got to get back and defend um, defend well. Um, if, you know, you're... If your de- defense isn't working, you got to stick with it offensively. You can't give in to frustration shots. You still got to trust passing. You still got to trust um, that you're going to find the open man. And, and, and that's something this team has really, really struggled with. Charlotte is playing really, really well. They won't have Terry Rogier. They won't have LaMelo Ball tonight uh, uh, at, when they come into the Amway Center. But Charlotte still has Gordon Hayward, who is still a very effective scorer, as Magic fans know. They're playing Kelly Oubre at the two. Um, And he has been very, very good to start the season. They are still a capable three-point shooting team. Um, They can hit threes, and so the Magic's three-point defense is going to be an absolute key tonight. However, I I still like Orlando's size in this one. Um, I think Wendell Carter, Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner give them a really formidable front line um, that I don't know if Charlotte's going to be able to handle as effectively. Um, You know, Charlotte was able to kind of find their pockets to score against Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randle. Um, but the versatility that the Magic bring, I think, is going to give Charlotte some issues. They've given a lot of teams issues with that, to be perfectly honest. Um, it's guard play that's been the struggle, and, and and I think Charlotte's a team. And the reason why I'm I'm a little more confident that the Magic can win this game is Charlotte's a team that you know has Dennis Smith Jr. and Kelly Oubre playing at guard, so they're uh, they're bigger on the guard front. But I, I think that Orlando can handle those guards. Those are not like great dribble penetrators. Those are not great organizers. Those are not guys. They're necessarily going to put the pressure and the screws on the Magic's guards themselves. That will that will. This is a team, in other words. I think Orlando can get away with not having a true point guard. That they could find ways around their own roster problems to beat. Um, Like I said, being at home is the major factor for me here. I think that Orlando. I think, and I think this will be the case throughout the year. Orlando is going to play significantly better at home than they do on the road. Um, And so I think that the, the the lifting of the home crowd. The comfort of being at home for a change, the desperation to win a game, I think those are going to mix in and they're going to allow the Magic to get their their first win this season. Again, it's not going to be easy. I'm not saying this is a slam dunk. Charlotte is a very capable team. They were down by 10 on the road uh, heading, I think they're down seven heading into the fourth quarter. They forced overtime against the Knicks. They had the lead late in that game, late in regulation of that game. They can score. They can put up some points too. Steve Clifford is very, very good at disciplining teams defensively. And while I don't think Charlotte is quite all the way there defensively yet, they are going to get there. No doubt about it, they're going to get there. So I would say just be on the lookout for this team. Be on the lookout for this Hornets team. This is a winnable game for Orlando. This is a game Orlando can get, but they got to do their work to get it and they got to do the things they know they have to do to win. Tip-off is at the Amway Center at 7 o'clock. Maybe you're listening to this on your way to the Magic game. If so, have a good time. We'll have a complete recap of that of Locked On Magic coming up tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, your tune in. Hemway, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic, you Locked On Magic. This is Joel Crossman, we will see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.